BFF Beer Friends Football. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Divisional Round of the Playoffs. This season is just almost over. It sort of sucks, but here to talk about the playoffs with me is Adam Zombeck. Jordan is still not your champion. <laughs> and that leaves us with Jordan. Zombeck is also not the champion, so... That's even yeah, better, but I wasn't in my past. No time for yeah. losers. If you're not first, you're last. That applies to you too. Champion. That's a fair point. But Probably. let's get to our beers because I'm thirsty as shit. Waiting for Zombeck, like always, to load up his Windows 95 and get a little parched. So, <laughs> you guys ready? Yeah. This is a bomb-ass beer. So glad, because last week was atrocious. Oh, I'll go first. <laughs> yeah, you were very uh, salty at that. Yeah, fuck that beer, but I'll go first. So I have a 21st Amendment Brewing. Good, good. It is seasonal. It is a winter spiced ale, and it's called Fireside Chats. Got a nice little picture of FDR on it, smoking a... What's he smoking? A cigarette, and he's looks like he's holding a glass of wine. Sitting next to his fire, chatting, you know, yeah, you know, 30, 30 stuff. It's a good one. I've had that. Oh, dude, it's so nice and spicy. It's awesome. Yeah, it's a nice winter, winter beer. Yeah, it literally, if I, if someone's like, hey, what does winter taste like? I'd be like, drink that beer. <laughs> That's the flavor of winter. But what do you got, Zombeck? Ah, uh, I have a static nature. It's a double IPA from Hitchhiker. Went down to Creekside Beer, placed by my house, and they had Hitchhiker again. So I was like, oh, I'm definitely getting it. And it is, uh, it's very good double IPA. It's almost got like a, like the hazy taste to it, which I'm always a big fan of. And then I pulled out a Hazelicious, which I also found down there, which Hitchhiker is local, but so is uh, 412 Brewing. So uh, if I finish this Static Nature, I'm going to give this Hazelicious a try from 412. Dude, you like those weird – I'm just a simple guy, man. Just give me like a nice little stout. That, I mean, I like, I like IPAs. So like these are kind of like a juicy IPA, which, I mean, cheers. Makes sense. What do you got, Jordan? Uh, I do not have a beer this week. What? I was going to. It's like strike six. I I was going to, and then I felt my dinner just is not agreeing with me, and you guys would be hearing me throw up my beer if I were to drink one. Mm. So I got some hot tea with some Captain in it. Interesting. I mean, I guess you saved it with the Captain, but I'm not really sure how Captain and tea taste together. Does it taste right? It's not bad. It's weird. I mean, a whiskey and tea would make sense, but man, whatever, man. Fucking, you do you. You do you. But um, before we get into the games, why don't we talk about some of the coaching changes that we've had. Uh, we didn't talk about Ron Rivera that I know of like a week or two ago whenever he became head coach of the Redskins. Um, personally, I think that was a mistake for him to go there. The ownership sucks there, and, I mean, that is like a really complete rebuild. I thought he would have fit better in Dallas, but I don't think he ever was interviewed because they took forever to get rid of Jason Garrett. But I I, I, I don't know. I don't. I, I feel like he's not going to do well there, and then it's going gonna, it's gonna to end his head coaching career. Oh, I don't know that I'd go that far. I mean, I don't like – I don't think Washington's a good place for anybody, but – I don't think it's going to end his coaching career. It will, man. I, I mean, I also don't understand, like, unless he was nervous about not having a job, why jump so quickly? Like, why not wait till, what, was it Black Monday after the uh, last regular season game? Why not wait till then, see who all gets fired, and then kind of make your choice from there? I don't understand, like, the why that needed to be done so fast. Well... <clears throat> I'm gonna look it up because I don't know exactly what the what he was offered. Uh, 
money-wise, because maybe they just offered him a boatload of money. I mean, I know he got paid. I'm pretty sure it was like a five-yard or a five-year, five-year deal. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't want to say similar to what Matt Rule got in Carolina, but uh, the year, you know, the, the length of it, I'm pretty sure is similar. Yes. Yeah, I, mean, um, I feel like all head coaches, to a degree, make within like eight and twelve. So like. I feel like he didn't wouldn't have gotten anything. I don't think. 12, I think Belichick like, is getting twelve. Yeah, well, I mean, if you're, I'm saying, like, Belichick you know, was one like six average to high. Right. I don't I think, think eight is. Pick. I think eight is high. Like when John Gruden got his ten year, ten million or hundred million. Yeah, that's that was, Yeah, that was ridiculous. Like Tomlin's getting paid eight million. Like, and you know. Another new coach, he's making about eight nine million. Like I feel like that's the. I'm pretty sure Matt Rule got super paid because the Panthers ownership like wanted to break the break the bank, you know, get a guy that they were gonna really invest in in a head coach and to build like a culture in that team. So I understand them because they like Matt Rule was like one of the aside like you said Lincoln Riley um, over. In our group text, uh, Matt Rule was uh, the biggest name that I heard of, like heard way more than Lincoln Riley in terms of coaching. Besides, you know, obviously Ron Rivera and Mike McCarthy. Um, yeah, Lincoln Riley came, kind of came out of nowhere and then like just disappeared in like two days. You know what I mean? Like it was someone <laughs> he just came like, and went really fast. Yeah, I think someone just kind of threw it out there to throw it out there. I don't really know if there was anything serious about it, but. <clears throat> I mean, I'm pretty sure he was he was thinking about try, making the transition, and then probably whenever you know everybody started getting the it's like it's been the whatever coach interviews first for that team is done aside from Marvin Lewis in Dallas because that just had to happen. Um, Stand corrected. The top ten are making between six at the lowest, and I'm pretty sure it was twelve. Twelve and a half is Belichick, who's number one. Yeah, I, I've been looking, and I, there's just I just cannot find a number for Rivera, but it, it's five year deal. So I mean, I'm sure it's yeah, it's it's got to be pretty nice. I'm, I imagine probably somewhere probably, around fifty million. Yeah, I, I'd say. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Probably eight. forty to fifty. Uh, but you know, <clears throat> those are my thoughts on that. Um, I don't know. Uh, I I like it honestly. Um, I I don't obviously. The ownership of the Redskins is terrible. Uh, they got rid of their football, like the president of football operations there, I'm pretty sure. Um, so at least the ownership is doing something to change. Uh, I, obviously, they're, they themselves are not going to change, but um, the, the rest of the culture, the the personnel that they're putting in place is changing. Like Ron Rivera is bringing in his guys and he's going to get to work. And I think he has a lot of good to work with. If Darius guys can stay healthy, uh, Dwayne Haskins, if they get him on track and I mean, they have Terry McLaurin who bought out this year and they just need Ron Rivera needs to like sit down and, lock himself in a room with Trent Williams and get him to stay with the Redskins. So, so they have three players and they need 50 other players is what you're saying. Pretty much. I I, I like their defense. Look, I mean, they got Landon Collins. I think Josh I, Norman is a bomb. Um, I just felt like Dallas was a better fit for him, but it obviously didn't get I don't far think, enough. I don't think it would have been a better fit for him because, uh, because of Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones is way too... He's essentially the coach of that team, and I don't think Ron Rivera is somebody who is going to let the GM control how everything operates. Like, as far as I know, he had, I think he had complete control in in uh, Carolina, didn't he? Or like I, at least I'll, he would have had a lot more control. He would have had a lot less control in Dallas than he did in Carolina. Uh, yeah. And I don't know. I I don't know enough about Mike McCarthy. I'm 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 pretty sure he's like a jack of all trades guy. Like he isn't too much 
well, on the what, defensive or the offensive side of the ball. What a uh, transition, Jordan. Let's go into Mike McCarthy. We all know how hmm. Zombeck feels about him. <laughs> he's a but, bum. Uh, as far as he's an offensive-minded coach, um, so that well, is uh, he's keeping Kellen Moore. So that's that's like to me that's I, saying he's not going to be too much on the offensive side of the ball. Well, he called all the plays in Green Bay up until yeah. But from what I Rogers, heard, his I plays were like, "Hey, Rogers, go throw the ball to the wide receivers. Wide receivers catch the ball." That's what I heard. He won a Super Bowl, did he not? I mean, I don't think you can. Discount it. Yeah. Uh, Can't discount it. Uh, if you're gonna discount it, then you're gonna discount Rogers too. If you're gonna say yeah, he only won one Super Bowl, also okay. bomb. we all know how I feel about Rogers. All right, yeah. I don't want to get a Rogers discussion, but however, I, I don't, I don't know if I like the Dallas sign, uh, signing of McCarthy because it, what George was just saying about Rivera. If McCarthy got kicked out of Green Bay because of the quarterback, like I don't see it going well with the owner who's also fucking very outspoken. You know? Yeah. I, I like McCarthy. I think he's a good offensive coach. And they already have the defense in mind. Or in in on rostered. It it fell apart, but the whole team was kind of just not doing what they were supposed to yeah. do. Yeah. I, I think I think it's good in a sense that uh, Mike McCarthy can bring stability and an actual head coach to the field. I don't think anybody ever like gave a shit about what Jason Garrett ever said after like yeah. the last years. Um, but and I think I, I think having the Super Bowl win already gives you a respect level for sure. Regardless if you won it with a, a good quarterback or not, like I when you lose someone like Garrett, who's a fucking cheerleader and you bring in a guy who has won a Super Bowl, like it, I feel like you get like, Oh shit. Like we're for real now. We have a coach that can put us in the positions we need to be in. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. I think that goes hand in hand though, with whether he's liked around the league as a coach, because it's not like this is the past, like players from other teams are always working out with the players of other teams. People work out together in the off season. So like, if a lot of the Packers didn't like McCarthy, didn't think he was a great coach, it's very possible well, they're also working out with the guys on Dallas being yeah, like, hey, you know. The only person that said anything about McCarthy last year was Rodgers. Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't right. hear literally Rogers, anybody say anything. I mean, that's public Rogers. stuff. I'm talking about like one-on-one personal conversations, like working out. like. Sure, but, yeah, still, I, but I mean, we don't know any of those one-on-one personal right, right. conversations. So oh, you Rogers. can't say that. He isn't liked among the like the other players. No, I'm not saying, I'm saying but it's one possible. guy. I'm saying yeah. it's sure it's possible, but it's also possible that everybody loves him besides Rogers because it's very possible. Rogers just didn't like his play calls and was like, I'm just gonna change them because I don't like you anymore. And Rogers is a proven asshole. Like he is literally yes. an asshole. It's, yes. But people love him. Like he's, he's literally an asshole. If you look at his personal life, he's an asshole. But. Uh, that's that coaching job. And then uh, only one other one, right? Uh, the job. Oh, no, 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 two. two. Uh, so Matt Roll in Carolina. Um, honestly, I don't really know much about him. I, I kind of get skeptical when you bring in college coaches immediately to a head coach position. I feel like you need a transition. It, I mean, it has worked in the past. I mean, Jim Harbaugh took Niners to the Super Bowl. But then they also completely combusted. Yeah, you're right. So. The the only thing I'm gonna say about this one and in Alex particular, Alex Smith had a ridiculous year that year. The only one, I'll Matt Rule changed Baylor from a just you know an absolute shit program into a, a respectable one that is actually you know I'm pretty sure they are above 500 you know over the last few years that he's been there. Oh, yeah, they were in they were in talks. I mean, they weren't gonna make the playoffs, but they were up yeah, there. but I mean, yeah. I guess, but like, still, college is such a big transition. You I, get mean, I can agree, but my point is, and exactly how I mentioned it earlier, Matt Rule instilled a culture there, and that's yeah. what the Panthers ownership is looking for now. But I would say yeah. culture in the NFL and culture in college, uh, you're talking about 18 to 20 year old kids versus. Uh, adults, for sure. Still, yeah. so, uh, still, I mean, will those tactics you, work? No, Jordan, Jordan has a point though. To an you extent, you can't. Yeah, you oh, can't. I agree. I completely agree with you. That he changed 
he turned around a just absolute abysmal program. No, I'm 100 percent on board. You know, and that's what they're looking for. You know, I, I I agree with you. Like, I'm just curious if the same tactics to change the culture are going to be effective at the pro level. That's what I'm. That, is, that is what they hope. And I mean, you can't you can't say they're not gonna work, and you you can't say they are. But yeah, we don't know. Have to be hopeful. You know? With with no. I mean, NFL we've got a good experience. team too, so it's not like. Well, he needs to get a quarterback. I, he does. I, I, I don't, think I don't Cam think, is probably I mean, out. what if Cam decides I, to play? No, what I if think Cam starts eating meat and I, don't know, I think, I, I think the conversation, he, he updated Cam. his profile picture during the press conference. Okay, so what? I him think and that, a, him in a pair of Panthers jersey. I'm pretty sure he's going to stay. Uh, some of the reports and things that I've seen on social media and whatnot about the first meeting of cam and matt rule was fantastic so i mean you're not going to go with will greer or kyle allen as your starting quarterback no they would have they would have to draft and i believe they have away they have a top top 10 pick right oh i would imagine Uh, top five top 10 i mean regardless they have a high pick and I, i he probably i don't know how much time he's had sitting down with cam watching cam work out um so i i think there's still a lot camps under contract right so yeah seven. i don't know there's seven they could get a quarterback yeah they they're they're they could. the seven spot right behind the only I mean, thing that's a weak quarterback here you got like three guys I don't, there's a number of there's like four or five guys that are that could you got be like first three players. real big names who are your three names well you got burrow you got tua <laughs> And you've got yeah, uh, to a, just like fractured his hip. Sure. I mean, you can't just be like, oh, sure, like your his hip fractured. Well, that's, I mean, that's just was to supposed to go number one, and he's definitely not. It's going to be. Yeah, he may never even be the same again. Is my point. It's possible, but I mean, that's why they have the combine and you know all of the. Uh, yeah, the combine doesn't mean shit though. And real, realistically, it means nothing. It might affect your draft position, but it means nothing on how you're going to be as an NFL player. Um, but I have a draft, a mock draft I pulled up has them taking a quarterback and uh, two on Burrow going before their pick. But as I'm scrolling, I can't find, uh, there it is. Uh, Herbert from Oregon. That's right. They have him going to Tampa Bay at pick 14. Those are the three, those are the three biggest names. Cool. I mean, you have Jalen Hurts, who I think his draft stock sure. is going to be determined at the Senior Bowl and um, the Combine, which I don't think he did bad. I mean, he's not a big name, and Ohio State, and they get rolled. Or it was Oklahoma that got rolled, right? Uh, yeah, Oklahoma got rolled. Literally, Before we... Carriage. Yeah. I want to get to the last coach so we can move on to the games. Um, I didn't want to spend a whole lot of time on coaches, but the last one it was hired. The, um, that got hired was what's his first name, last name Judge. He was receivers coach. Joe Judge. He yeah, was receivers and special teams coach. Yeah. He was just receivers coach this year for the first time. When they first announced it, I was like, "What the fuck?" Like I, I didn't understand it. The Giants have just been slipping up since Tom Coughlin trying to get coaches. Uh, but he hasn't done anything yet, so, like, I don't want to really talk shit. At the same time, I mean, he, <clears throat> I saw this guy I went to college with is a writer for Steelers Depot. He's really smart, knows a lot about football, and I saw he posted, he said, before we go ahead and, like, really pick this apart, remember that he was a special teams coach, and they really oversee the entire roster, because they're looking at basically every position to play special teams, so he kind of has how to manage the roster. And I was like, that's a good point. So maybe he knows something. Maybe Giants know something we don't know. But I still am a little skeptical. I mean, you're going to get a receivers coach from the pet, the Pats, who arguably that was their worst position this year as a receiver when there was other options out there. I, I didn't like I thought I thought McCarthy could have landed there. That would have been he would have had a quarterback and a running back. He could work with as an offensive mind. But. I don't know. I don't. I guess that uh, one remains to be seen. I didn't really understand it. 
I don't really have a lot to say about him because, I mean, it, it is true. The wide receiver position was a weak spot for the Pats. But at the same time, I also want to put some of that on Brady to a degree because, I mean, Edelman's – it's not like he changed. And, like, they've always thrown the ball to James White as the running back. And they tried to bring in more receivers with A.B. and Sanu, but neither one of those panned out. And, like, they had their rookie who, you know, came on towards the end of the year, what, Nikhil Harry? But yeah, I mean, sort of hot and cold during the season. So, I mean, it's, they didn't really have a lot of big-name guys anyways, which I know they never really do, but that 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 was bound to fail at some point, well, right? Like, the main difference is there's no Gronk. Gronk right. takes a lot of responsibility on defense. So when you don't have yeah. that, you can focus on these, you know. So you could put most of the average. blame on that. Yeah, and Brady's old. He's aging. It's no. Fa- there were some throws he missed that were just bad that Brady usually doesn't miss. So it's it's a combination of everything. But <clears throat> we'll see what this guy does. I mean, he has a star running back. Daniel Jones looks to be okay. Maybe he could build on what he did. I didn't think he had a horrible rookie season given what he had to work with and being a rookie. And you had Barkley out of quite a bit too. So, I mean, yeah, takes a big, big thing away from your team. And yeah. then you didn't have Tate for the first eight weeks. So, and and Shepard was banged up all year. Shepard so. was banged up. So we'll see what he does. I don't know. Jordy, you got any thoughts on that before we move to the games? <clears throat> uh, just that I I don't like it at all. I mean, uh, Bill Belichick, uh, there are reports that Bill Bel- Belichick is saying that he saw the potential of Judge being a head coach in the league like almost immediately. But I'm sorry, dude. Like You, you go the last couple of years – like your receivers haven't done anything. It's it was it's been Edelman, Gronk, and James White in the passing game, and that's been it. Edelman is now fallen off a cliff. Gronk is gone, and James White can't do everything himself. So well, Edelman is just what like we've it. always known. He yeah. is a slightly above average receiver. There's no Gronk to stretch the field for him and take away linebackers yeah. and, like, and safeties. He's just the, an average. When I say slightly above average receiver, that's all Edelman is. Those, yeah, those two at. worked in such a good tandem because Gronk playing tight end would, you know, just take a seam route straight up the field, and Edelman right. would be right underneath him on a crossing route, and whatever the linebacker took, the other guy would get the catch. So yeah. if you know Gronk was getting covered, Edelman caught the ball. It's just, it's just how it was. And I mean, don't get me wrong, Edelman has done great. In the past, he's had some amazing games, but with you have Gronk and, you know, yeah, Gronk and some of the other guys like I'm not saying these other guys are great, like Chris Hogan and Danny Amendola. But like you have all those smaller guys, uh, Gronk isn't, but Amendola, Hogan and Edelman, all super small guys that are just going to run across the middle of the field. Somebody's going to get open like you have too many people crossing that, you, you know, defenders get but um, yeah, I just don't like it. I, I, he's a wide receivers coach, man. Like, I, I don't know what really you're looking for here. Why, why do you want a wide receivers coach when you have Darius Slayton, who did great? I, I don't know. Uh, unless you're looking just for an offensive guy to help out Daniel Jones, but I think you can get something a lot better. You know, maybe in like the offensive coordinator from the Chiefs, who's you know open. Taking yeah, interviews. They, I like, saw they also were going to talk to Jason Garrett. I'm just like, let, let the guy take a whole year off of football. Yeah. Uh, hire him as a coordinator. He should not be a head coach. Yeah, I thought Chiefs offensive coordinator was going to be uh, just, you know, staring everybody in the What's face. What's his name again? Uh, Eric Biennemi. Okay. You know who else? Yeah. I, just I mean, thought he, he was going to be a guy that was going to get hired by somebody. He interviewed for the Browns. I mean, but, I mean, that wouldn't be a bad like spot for him. Might be bringing in Josh McDaniels. I know he's going to interview. He's there. not going to so. take that shit job. Apparently, uh, he wanted that's, it. That's his dream job. He's a, that's, that's a hometown a team job. for him. That's a, yeah. The ownership sucks there too. But before I, I'd I, love I, him I, to go there. a guy that doesn't really get mentioned, that I thought should should have been. I don't know if he was interviewed at all or not, but he wasn't even brought up. Jim Card Caldwell. I don't even know if he's in the NFL anymore, but. He's a good offensive mind. That could have been a good landing spot there in in uh, um, New York. He had a young quarterback. He, he played with Peyton Manning. He got him to the Super Bowl. They lost, but he got him there. Uh, he went to Detroit. He didn't do that bad in Detroit. 
Detroit is a shithole. He he did decent with Matt Stafford. He could have been. I think he could have been good there in in New York, but not talked about. But um, I want to kind of get to the games since we've been going on about coaches for 25 minutes. But Oof. the uh, before we get into that, Jordan wanted to talk about the Saints um, crying like the third year yeah. in a row, and more specifically, kills me. Uh, just. A quick discussion about the overtime rules, since this is what they're oh, bitching they about now. I still um, Dude, they just bitch. Yeah, they, this is, like, all I'm going to before we get into that, I'm going to say. They didn't bitch to bitch last year. Let's agree they, on that. They had hey, every opportunity. That was a blatant. It doesn't matter. You Like George was about to say, you have every opportunity to win a game. Also, they did. They also, went in overtime. They had an opportunity to win, and they didn't win. So last year, that was all on them entirely. Also. They did not, they did not bitch about how Joe Hayden got called for a bullshit PI penalty that, in the end zone to lose, the, for us to lose the game and get knocked out of the playoffs. Didn't yeah. bitch about that, about which that. was just as bad. Yeah. But, but my my point here is, again, they had every opportunity to stop the Vikings on offense. Sure. Stop them. That's all they needed to do. They couldn't do it. I. And I, I, I later that night I was watching, you know, NFL Network, and it was, you know, their ending program, where I can't remember the guy's name, but it's it's the guy who runs the program, and then Deion Sanders is a big part of it as well, and he spoke out against it completely, absolutely hates how it is right now, because it, it's he wants it to be like college, where both teams doesn't matter. If a team scores a touchdown or a field goal first, the other team gets a chance to to have a rebuttal. Um, and I saw a really good analogy into this, and that somebody uh, I saw this on Twitter said it should be like beer pong. You know, if if yeah, somebody like sinks it. the final cup, you get redemption to come back and you know mm-hmm. keep yourself in it, which I can agree to. But how they are currently, play defense. That's all it is. Yeah, but if you're not the defensive-minded team, if you're the offensive that's, team, that's then but then it's decided by a coin flip. You're right, but I mean, you know your what? players I, are still out there and have every opportunity. I mean, if you're, but you're, but if you're a team that's winning like 49 to like 40 week after week, clearly you're the offensive just, team. Dude, I'm not saying that's what the Saints did this year, but I think both teams on the offense should get the ball. I, you don't want to do that for the regular season. Fine. Dude, the Saints, the Saints shouldn't even have been close with the Vikings. They should yeah, have blew them out of the fucking water. I don't want to hear their Portland. fans, bitch. Their fans the, are the whiners. Top, the top two places, to the, the second hardest place to play against in the playoffs, the first being um, Foxborough, yep. and you lose to the Vikings against a quarterback who everybody says can't do it in the big game. That, I'm, I'm one of them. I like that. I don't know if he's like as much as Breeze. got asked in an interview, hey, what do you think about Dalvin Cook? And instead of talking about Dalvin Cook, he's like, oh, we just got to worry about which version of uh, Kirk Cousins we're going to get. So he's like, I don't care about Dalvin Cook. He is what he is. It's Kirk Cousins that they have to worry about. Not us. They have to worry about him. Yeah, and I he mean, played really well. He yeah, did have I a good game. Breeze had a very bad game, which was a big difference. But yeah. Zomek, get to your point, and then we'll, let's get on to the games. I don't. I in the past, I always thought I like the way college does it, but I don't think that strategy would work in the NFL. But I do want yeah. both teams to get the ball. So I almost wish they would just play one full quarter. That way, it doesn't matter who gets the coin flip ball at the end of 15 minutes. And I'm not saying this should be the way for the regular season either. They want to keep the 10 minutes to reduce injury. Fine. But playoffs, one full quarter, you get the ball first, you score a touchdown, you kick off. You can keep that ball for eight, 10 minutes if you want, give the other team five to score. But if that team scores, you still get the ball back. And then it is, that's what it is. Like, you know, at the end of 15 minutes, whoever's winning moves on. That's how I think it should be. You play one because it's broken down to four quarters anyways. Play one more full quarter, see who's winning at the end, and that's it. Um, that's what they do on. in the NBA, correct? 
Oh, fuck. I don't know what the NBA does. But yeah, the NBA. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, NBA plays. <clears> I, I know, know hockey's not full... that way. I know it's. Yeah, like, they do. No, they no hockey, hockey does do an overtime. And if they decide to decide it in that overtime, then they do a shootout. Yeah, but there's. Right. I mean, for playoffs. They don't do shootouts in playoffs. Yeah. No, but they do a full, they do a full period, though, I think. It's, no, it's, it's, it's first two it, scores, though. In overtime, it is. In the regular season for hockey, it's a five minute three on three instead of the normal right. five on five. Right. And then if nobody scores, it goes in the shootout. Playoffs, it's it's you just play the game like nothing changes five, five yeah. first to score wins though yeah right yeah but, well i mean it's, um, a, it's a lot but different, both teams though. are essentially get right i mean both teams are still essentially getting a chance to score yeah sure. but, that's, but those are different games though. there's not stoppages like there's in the nfl yeah so it's, I, it's that's you can't really compare that's apples oranges but before we I move still on like the full quarter i just I don't think, think this it will ever change to how it is like college no matter how much if it, who agrees about it i don't think it makes because sense because they start what, what the 30 yard line like, but that I, that's not even what i mean it's the fact that tv time is what runs the game but what, what's the worry say, about TV time for playoffs? Sure, playoffs extra ads matter, and revenue. But, but I mean, that's, that's you would technically make more money. That's fair. But my point is, like, at least, well, actually, no, because as soon as the game ended, the next game started for the. They Saints. could essentially, since there's only four games each weekend, they you could build an hour in. Delay, you can't delay the next game. They're on different networks, so it's not no, like it's no. one network to the next. The overtime is not going to change. They're just not going to do it. Before we move it on, the one point once. I wanted to make, it's never going to fucking change. It changed it's once, good. and I thought that was stupid. Like, it was barely a change. It's dumb. But I, the, the field goal part I like because then you could just get to the 40 yard line. Yeah, so you just don't let it get to overtime. You have a full game. Don't let it get to overtime. I think well, tying is stupid. If you want to have a gripe, it, tying is dumb. But tying, but in the regular, it's but dumb. I get no, it. it's fucking dumb. Because but, you're not playing for the regular. I, I am with you dumb. that it's dumb too, but. I mean, I don't like that it's only 10 minutes in the regular season, but that's it's a regular season stupid. issue. I think 10 minutes players. is fine. That's fine, but all right. So my point I wanted to make is I believe, I don't know exactly, I'm kind of just, I think I'm just like paraphrasing, and I don't know if I know exactly if it's true, but um, the XFL's overtime rules, I think they're going to start at the five-yard line, and then each yeah. team gets five chances, and whoever scores most, yeah. that would be a cool fucking overtime. I would agree. Which is going to make Starting betting five, on those games though, absolutely ridiculous. I would start at the 10, though. I wouldn't start at the 5. I think the 5 is too close. But 5 chances, it's basically a shootout. You're basically they doing... also said, though, that going in overtime is worst-case scenario and that they set up their games to try to basically avoid overtime because there's three different options at when you score a touchdown. You can get a 1-point, a 2-point, or a 3-point. Yeah, based so, on, you know, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I think that's I, dumb, though, they go from the one, the two, and the three-yard line. Like, yeah. Okay, I mean, I'm just gonna run the ball every time. Like, yeah, I don't. I don't want to. It's gonna change the dynamic, though. I don't. It's the NFL is not gonna do shit because it's not their idea. So I don't think the XFL is even gonna do shit because they're only yeah. paying their players like fifty grand a year. Well, Landry Jones are star, but anyway, let's move on to these games because we've been putting off. Uh, we'll first talk about game. the XFL. Okay. <laughs> we'll do that. We'll <laughs> yeah. do that after the Super Bowl when it's actually coming on. Um, <laughs> Uh, Eli Rogers is actually there too, even though he should be on the Steelers roster instead of Switzer, but that's another conversation. <laughs> um, so first game up, we have Minnesota going to San Francisco. That's the first game. Uh, that that's 4:30 on Saturday. Um, that's the one and, we're watching at the party. Come yo, see yeah. us. Permanis on 51. Yeah, and the league will be together at 4:30 this coming Saturday. Except for Demeter. The 11th. Yeah, he lost. He has much other space. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, if you want to come he see the league. He's to keep the trophy anyhow. It's not like he has to do anything with it. If you want to come see the league, come out. Uh, so, anyway, Minnesota going to San Fran. I'm going to be honest. I didn't think Minnesota was going to make it to the second round. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It just depends. San Fran has, like, looked really good, and they've looked, like, just good at some points. So, I'm like, which one's going to show up? Because – Hey man, Vikings gotta be riding high after sending the Saints home. But if San Fran can get pressured, get Bosa going on Kirk Cousins, then get their running game going to set up the pass because that's when they're good. When Breida's just running downfield and um, 
I wish I mean, these they, these yeah. offenses are essentially mirrored. Like pretty much, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're basically the same thing. These quarterbacks yeah. are very similar too. Yeah. I I like Garoppolo more than I like Kirk Cousins. That's just me. It's I not, personally it's not do entirely too. saying much, but Garoppolo hasn't choked as much as Cousins, so that's why I like Garoppolo too. But uh, I pick San Fran to win this game. I just think that San Fran is at a hell of a year, and they're going to keep rolling there at home. They got to rest up a little bit. Um, I don't think the Vikings. I don't know. I, I this one's. I mean, it's tough, but. I think the Vikings game, I said this last week too, that it would come down to Dalvin Cook, and I was wrong. It came down to Kirk Cousins doing good. I mean, mm-hmm. if Dalvin has like 100 yards of rushing. We had a, we had a whole discussion that. on how Breeze was going to win the game for them and Kirk Cousins was going to lose it, and yeah. it flipped. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I, go San Fran. yeah I agree. I'm going San Fran. Uh, the defense, and more to me, it's more of the secondary for San Fran. That I think is really going to win this game. I don't think Kirk Cousins is really going to be able to do much. Are you calling an interception to Richard Sherman? Because I feel like that could ha- definitely happen. I feel like I feel like it could happen. I feel, I feel like, like it could like happen to really anybody in the secondary. It's an eighty percent chance. It's an eighty percent chance of is Richard Sherman. Is that your Sherman player prop of the week? I've. You know what? Actually, now that Colt says this, I'm I'm, I'm going to go Kirk Cousins. Throw, tries to throw to a pissed off Stefan Diggs because he's not getting the ball. Dude, and that pissed me Sherman, off. You're winning the, you're winning the game and yeah, you flip ducks. You get a fucking stats. Baby. Exactly. Playoff stats. No one even keeps track of playoff stats. I, I'd, they don't I'd keep like, track dude, of wins. Yeah. I'd be like, all right, Diggs you're either going to. Get on my nerves, man. Don't be mad that you're not as good as Thielen. Like, just stop. Anyway, continue. I mean, he's done really good when Thielen's been he's, out. So he's like, a good you... receiver. He's just an he, asshole. He's even got a bigger contract than Thielen. Yeah, but he so plays like, a smaller. He's playing a smaller wiener. That's probably why he's mad. He's just such <laughs> a fucking whiny baby. But yeah, I'm thinking Kirk Cousins is gonna try to appease him, and Sherman's gonna be like, "Yo, why are you even throwing the ball in my direction?" Yeah. So. Zombeck, you picked the Vikings. I am going so. Vikings. So we got Vikings at plus seven, Niners at minus seven. I think plus seven is mm. a definite there. Fuck over I, under 44 and a half. Bet, I'm going I might over. bet. Plus seven, I might bet. I'm going I over. I might have to put more money in my account to bet. <laughs> Dude, Fandle keeps giving me. Well, I texted you this weekend about your thing not working for Fandle. You should have yeah, logged on. Somebody they gave else me 10 bucks. Yeah, they gave you $10. This is the second credit. time in four weeks that I got a $10 credit because logging on was bad. Yeah, I don't know if I yeah. got that because I haven't logged in since. But Why not? Yeah, you would have got I was really banking on that fucking $1,500 <laughs> parlay to hit. And the Saints they had to, Yeah, they had to hoe me. All right, Zombie. But, uh, Vikings, why? Uh, I'm taking Vi- – I'm going to take Vikings at plus 270, honestly, here. Because every year – the team that did shit last year, not every team, but it happens every year. Team gets out on a real hot roll, takes the league by storm. They just blow it in the playoffs. And I feel that the Niners are going to do that this week against the Vikings. I think the Vikings are still, I think they're pumped about winning against the Saints. And I think they want to continue that. It's more of a hunch, not so much who's going to do what, but... Makes sense, riding momentum. I'll pick of the I week. Mean, I can see it, too, because like I said, at sometimes this, the Niners look good and are great, and then sometimes they just look good, and good I mean, is beatable. I have I have similar thoughts on the same thing for the Titans-Ravens, but I think what? out of the two teams that got real hot this year... I think the Niners are more likely out of those two to blow it. So what that's a why hell, what a hell of a transition, Zombie. Right. Hey, that's what I'm here really, for. You really learned that week I was out. So, <laughs> Titans-Ravens game. I picked the Ravens to win, but I'm betting on the Titans Same. to win the game. And that makes no sense at all, but I would rather be right in the betting field than on this shitty graphic that we made. Lost, the Titans are at plus 370. <clears throat> Ravens at minus 470, and, like, I'm sorry, but I don't have a ton of money to risk on the Ravens possibly blowing it to win any cash. But Ravens are sitting at minus 9.5, over under 47 points. I just feel 
kind of going back to what you just said about the Vikings, Titans momentum. You just knocked off the fucking pay- the cheating defending Super Bowl champs. Yeah. You knocked them off. Your coach played for them. You're telling me he didn't go in there and say, look, guys, we got three more games to win, and I'll cut my dick off. You don't think they're playing for that? You don't think they're playing for that? Which was a fantastic Gridiron Heights from Bleacher Report comic this week. For sure. but Fantastic. Here was my thought, and I was talking to a guy I work with today when we were at lunch. I think the Titans, out of the remaining AFC teams, are the only ones that can beat the Ravens. Their defense is that good. But, like, the Chiefs' defense has played really good in the last six weeks, but they're not as good as the Titans. And I think that can get into a shootout, and it's going to come down Lamar running all over them. Titans, though, if they can just – if they can kind of – make Lamar one-dimensional, which is very fucking impossible. But, like, stack the box, play the option well, and get Lamar and get um, Mark Ingram. Don't let, don't allow Mark Ingram to get space, because once you let him get space, then Lamar can do his thing. Yeah. So you're going to have to stop um, Mark Ingram, and it's really going to come down to Tannehill. He needs more than 75 fucking yards. But I yeah. do know I know that they ran Henry, but Henry's also going to have to have a 100-yard game, too. So there's a lot that of riding. That was a solid on. game plan, though. Yeah, I mean that's it, that's why he ran and Tannehill didn't throw the ball. That was straight yeah. game planning. I agree, but it's gonna. You don't think the Ravens are gonna plan for Derrick Henry? I mean, that's what they did all year. Right. The the thing that New England took away was Tennessee's play action, and that's what they did all year to kill teams. They need to run the play action against Baltimore. I don't think they can sustain another week where they can't get their play action game going. They ran in play action the most at any team in the league, I think, this year. So. It's going to come down to that. And Ravens have a good defense. They can game plan. But like I said, picking Ravens on paper in the betting field, I'm picking the Titans. I'm going to say the exact same thing. But the reason I think the Titans are ultimately going to lose is because, like I said, out of the two games with Vikings, Niners, Titans, Ravens, I like the Vikings team as a whole better. I mean, they were good pretty much all year. The Titans – kind of got really hot at the end of the year. And you could say the same thing about the Ravens getting hot this year and like sitting out two weeks. It's definitely not always helped teams, but I almost feel like the Titans, like they're, they're riding too hot from beating the Pats last week that they're just going to completely fail this week. But I mean, it's kind of, I'm still going to put money on them because why not? Uh, I am picking the Ravens as well. We all did that. But I'm not even going to bet on the Titans. And it's because of Jayon Brown being hurt. Uh, their stud middle linebacker along with Rashawn Evans, although Evans is playing. Jayon Brown did not practice Tuesday or yesterday. Uh, I do not have anything listed for if he did practice today. Um, they are also Adore Jackson did not practice, and I don't think he was going to play anyway. Um, so those two right there, it's it's rough for them to be missing. Granted, the Ravens are more all about rushing, so Adore Jackson is a lot. He's less valuable than Jalen Brown is. Um, I just don't think the Titans will be able to keep up with the offense really at all. Like the offense is, if you want me to say, can the Titans score point for point what the Ravens are going to do? I don't think it's going to happen. And I just, I can't even say that I'm going to take them in the off chance that they do, because I don't think there's an off chance. I just think the Ravens are too good right now. The only way that the Ravens are losing is if, a team comes in and can score point from point with them, and it's only the Chiefs and Texans that can do that, more so the Chiefs. Um, so, yeah, Ravens all the way here. You taking them at <clears throat> minus nine and a half? Yeah, I mean, I'm just going to put them with a parlay with another team. <laughs> so, so you're taking so the, the points then? Uh, I could take them at minus, uh, minus nine and a half, no. That See, might be a little bit of a stretch. I, I probably I think I wouldn't I wouldn't 
I wouldn't do the spread. I would take the money line or okay. maybe the over, depending on what it is. I'm not sure what that 47. is. 47. Was she a little believe- high? That might be believable. Yeah. I, I could see... I can see it being, you know, maybe 33 to, what, I guess, 24 or 25. I can see that. Might be a little high. I, I could see it happening. I'd probably more take the under. Personally, I think the Ravens are either going to cover not nine and a half, or I think the Titans are going to win. I think it's going to be one or the other. I do not see this being like a touchdown game if the Ravens win. I, I think it's going to be a blowout. I can see them win by touchdown I just, uh, I it just might not. It's the playoffs, so they might just you know run the clock out if they get ahead by you know seven touchdowns. Probably points. to risk injury and just risk yeah. losing game. I yet. see. I think That's I why. think the first quarter is going to say it all. I think they're either going to be down and they can't recover. Or... Honestly, I will know who's going to win this game on both teams' first drive. <laughs> like I think it's really going to be that apparent. That's yeah, yeah if, pretty much. If the first quarter. Titans can start off hot. They could have a chance. I just, I don't know, man. I, the only way that happens is if the tight, if the Ravens are rusty, which, I mean, only, you know, Lamar Jackson and then the guys who were banged up sat, you know, Earl Thomas, um, Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram also did not practice yesterday or Tuesday, so that is a no. Uh, Earl Thomas, Jimmy Smith were full participants yesterday. Mark Andrews was limited the last three days. Like I said, I do not have today's practices up. So that could change. Lamar Jackson rushing yards, player prop, just going to throw it out there for a special 76 and a half yards for Lamar Jackson. I don't think he's going to hit 76. I think that's a bit much. That might might be player prop a week for me right there. What are the odds for each one? Uh, It said it minus 118, minus 108. Just gets over under, yeah. so they're essentially favoring him going over. I think he's gonna hit like forty five ish. Uh, I mean, Derek Henry Henry's sitting at ninety three and a half. So, I mean, it's... and they got Lamar Jackson for passing at two fifteen. So, I don't I don't see him getting seventy four yards. That seems a little excessive, but yeah. But if uh, Mark Ingram doesn't, I mean, if he's somewhat injured then you know maybe he's their only rusher well that just fucks their whole game plan but yeah uh next game is texans going to the chiefs i don't really have much to say about this game because i don't think it's even going to be close texans have not impressed me all year their their whole team is just on deshaun watson and he's running for his life more than he's feeling comfortable um i know the bills have a better defense than the chiefs but like jesus the, the Bills' offense, like, didn't do shit. They gave you the game so many times, and it came down to overtime. I mean, honestly, Bills and Texans deserve to tie, and no, neither of them make it. Just give the Chiefs a win. <laughs> they both were that bad. In a I'd have been okay with that. Yeah, I, I think Patty Mahomes is going to torch his fucking defense. Agreed. And I think that that um, I think that, that def- the Chiefs' defense that has been hot for the last couple weeks is going to show up, and they're going to get after Deshaun Watson. And try to contain him in the pocket. Romeo, I've always liked Romeo Cornell as a defense coordinator. Um, or no, is he? He's not on the Chiefs, is he? Or is he Texans? He used to be on the Chiefs. I don't think he's on the Chiefs. I think he's Texans. Never mind. Never, I forget I said that. He used to be on the Chiefs a, while, a long time ago. Um, but now I just lost my fucking train of thought because I was like, what the hell? I'll read the betting lines out while you think. We're <laughs> sitting at another game at nine and a half. Chiefs obviously favored. Minus 450, plus 360 for the Texans. Over under here, 51, which, uh, I mean, that's high. It's very possible, but if, like Colt said, the Chiefs defense comes on, then I don't see that hitting. So that's. I I don't know. I don't see. I don't see nine and a half even being close for either team to um, winning by that much. I actually think this is going to be pretty close. No, no I think this is going to be pretty close. J.J. Watt coming back did wonders for that team. And I know it's the Bills, you know, not the best offense and whatnot. Patrick Mahomes, obviously far and above, way better than Josh Allen. Um, but still, coming back from a 16-point deficit 
on a defense that is way better than the Chiefs defense um, is huge. And you can't discount that. So, yeah, I mean, well, I, mean I, guess, I pretty but... much said that on the podcast last week. I said yeah. it didn't matter what the Bills went up by halftime. It was going to be 10, 13, whatever. It's not enough for the Texans to hold the Texans off. And I was right. I pretty much hit that nail on the head. And I don't think that same case applies here. I think the Chiefs, like Cole said, handle them. Uh, I mean, if, they, the if the Chiefs get up 16 points, they're not losing that lead. But I don't think that's going to happen. Is my I don't point. think a lead like that is going to happen early on either. To start I don't think game, a lead like I, that's going to happen, period. Unless, you know, it happens that there's a couple turnovers at the end of the game because one team is trying to just take risks. But I, I don't know. The, the injury report here is pretty much all, at least <laughs> for the Texans side, it's all limited for yesterday's practices, which Will Fuller, Jonathan Joseph, and um, Kenny Stills all at least practicing in some capacity is huge. So if those guys can get in the lineup, especially Will Fuller, because if he's in the lineup, that offense is so much better. I'm pretty sure I mentioned that last week whenever they're going against the Bills. You did. Um, but him practicing like that is really big. Uh, I don't think I still don't think he's going to play. I think those are the reports that you know he's and he's practicing but not going to play. Um, but then you have some guys that are kind of banged up for the Chiefs, but they're all going to play aside uh, from Morris Claiborne. I think Thornhill also, uh, their rookie corner for the Chiefs. I swear I thought I saw a report today on Twitter about him not playing this week, which, if that's the case, is really rough uh, for the already decimated Chiefs secondary since it's pretty bad aside from Tyron Matthew. So, I mean, if, if the Texans get stills and... Fuller back, or if they at least can get stills, that is so huge for them that I think the Texans will have a pretty good shot. Um, and it's I think this is just gonna be a good old fashioned shootout between two teams that don't have good defense. Um, uh, before we move on to the last game, uh, Romeo Cornell is the Texans defense coordinator. He did. He was defense coordinator for the Chiefs, <laughs> and he was and he was the head coach for the Chiefs. So that's why I got that all fucked up. But uh, I've always liked him. He was defense coordinator for the Patriots when they had those really good defenses during their first three Super Bowls. So I've always respected him in that way. But I'm like I said, picking Chiefs. Patty Mahomes gonna light it up. But last game, the Saturday, what do you want? Afternoon is that we or Sunday afternoon? We want to call it afternoon. Afternoon yes. to, to the night, whatever. But later, the you know the the midday game. I'll say midday. Yeah, Seattle was traveling to Green Bay. I was the only one that picked Green Bay. Um, I feel that I honestly I was not impressed at all with Seattle. I mean, Eagles lost their starting quarterback, and it was still a game for a little while. Um, I, I don't think Seattle has what it takes after losing their running game. Their defense is shit. Basically, they're whole, they're, they're similar to. Uh, Houston, they just have Russell Wilson. Granted, Russell Wilson is fucking amazing and can win you games, but when you're going into Green Bay, who the hell knows what the weather's going to be like? That could play a factor. Um, and I don't know. I don't. Uh, Rogers at home in prime time. Well, I don't even have to consider prime time, but you know, in the playoffs, I'm, I'm taking him. I, I, just, I just don't. I just. I don't think the Seahawks have enough. They're just so fucking banged up. That's fair. Um, they do have a lot of guys that did not practice yesterday. Uh, four being offensive linemen. Uh, Ziggy Ansa and Davion Clowney were both limited yesterday, which definitely is rough. They need both of those guys for sure. Um, I don't know. I just I don't have a good feeling about the Packers. I didn't really have a good feeling about them at all this year, and they went, what, 13-3, and three, which is fucking crazy. Yeah, me either. I thought they were going to be like um, an 8-18. Eight and 18. I, I, I thought they were going to make the playoffs, but it's just like every game you watch with them, it's just like, 
what is going on? Like, are I they going to win? You know? I will say their game against Detroit was a little concerning. Yes, very, very concerning. Not even a little. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I just I don't have a good feeling about the Packers, and they could just come out and blow out the fucking Seahawks, and I wouldn't be that surprised. Agreed. But I just don't have a good feeling about them. I just Russell Wilson is the fucking man. DK Metcalf showed up. Oh boy, did he? He had like what seven for one sixty. Like I mean, I know Eagles have a so much worse secondary than the the Packers do, but. Dude, that 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 to me just is his breakout game of his rookie season where he's just gonna be a beat. I think he he is a I, I to me he just looks like Julio Jones, but like twice as jacked. Easy there, and Tiger. Faster. I'm not saying I'm not saying like all right, Julio is the best receiver that we have seen this decade. I, I'm gonna say that over Antonio Brown because just numbers don't lie. That's because Antonio Brown had a Ben. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But go on. I mean, Matt, Julio had Matt Ryan. No. It's not Ben over Matt Ryan. Not even. I can agree, but Matt Ryan is still a really good quarterback. Matt Ryan is comparable to Billy the Choke Artist. That's fair. <laughs> anyway. That's very fair. Well, that's fantastic. That's the that's the best. <laughs> as much as I, as much as I hate to say it, Zombeck's like a Ben Roethlisberger. That's right, man. Asshole, but wins games. Oh, yeah. There. Right on, right there. <laughs> what are your thoughts on this game? All right. Starting off with some gambling notes. Packers favored by four and a half over under 46 and a half. I'm taking Seattle outright here because I hate the Packers. So this is more of a pick of passion than it is necessarily Whoa. stats. What's going on? Or Colt usually I just, does that. I got yeah, hard man. on for. I told you. Wilson, he's I like say? he's like Ben. He's an asshole, but he's good at <laughs> he's winning. But uh, I I know Seattle definitely should have blew blew out uh shit. I can't remember who they played Billy, last Billy. week. Billy. Yeah, I think they should have blew them out. Yeah. But out Carson wins. But it didn't matter. They still got it done. And I think it just gives a whole nother week for them to game plan a game without Car- uh, Chris Carson and for them to, you know, get Marshawn Lynch still in that game plan. I think Seattle wins outright here. So I'm taking them just straight money line at 184. But, uh, I mean, I just I, I just really like I mean I really hate Aaron Rodgers. So like I said, it is a pick of passion. I hate I hate him too. I love Russ. I want Russ to win, like, but I just don't see it. I just I don't ever put Ro- I know Rodgers is a very good last drive quarterback. But like he everyone gives him far too much credit. Oh, he's he's overrated. He got the Super I, Bowl. I have said this. But like people put him like top 10 quarterbacks all the time. He hasn't done that much. Yeah, sure. I'm, he has I'm his taking... quarterback win. His, I, I just Unpopular opinion. Ben is better than Rodgers. Um, I'm I, 1,000% on board with that. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Like, Rodgers is not, a good quarterback. He is good. But sure. I Like, the fact, to me, the fact that he was on the list for NFL 100's greatest quarterbacks Love of all time that. is fucking absurd. Yeah. Absurd, plain simple. Just ridiculous. Yeah, it was, it was, it was BS for sure. But uh, why don't we just wrap it up? And then maybe next, if the Packers move on or don't move on, we can really talk about Rodgers. But uh, if they lose, I'm going to rip Rodgers the fuck out. If, if, they, if they lose, we give Zombeck the first 10 minutes. Just to himself. <laughs> Ooh, it could just <laughs> be me exciting. and him ripping Rodgers apart. Hey, I hate Rodgers, too. I just, it like, it's a first-year coach, too. So it's not like, right? Yeah. yeah. It's his first year. So Peter LeFleur. I mean, sure, Matt LeFleur. Sure, he got... He got them to thirteen and three, but how hard was their schedule this year? Right. I mean, they made yeah. it a lot harder than it probably was. Sure, True. they definitely did, and I mean, they still ended up beating the Vikings to the degree that they got the first round by, and the Vikings didn't. Well, I mean, hey, they were only one game back, and then the Vikings right. were like, "All right, we're now locked in," because it was either Forty ers or Seahawks for the five five seeds so they were like all right we're locked in at six what's the point of playing anybody 
Right. And I mean, I could be wrong in my pick of the, uh, shit, who was it? Uh, Vikings. I could be wrong. It could be the Packers who are the team that got off hot this year and didn't do it. I mean, one of them is going to lose. I, I'm, but I'm going Seattle. So right. no, no ifs, ands, buts about it. Well, let's wrap it up. Um, then fuck, we only got two more weeks. R.I.P. And then the suit, and then the uh, season's over. But anyway, George, what do you got going up? I want, dude, like, knowing that Zombeck hates Rodgers as much as I do, if not more, is fantastic. And now I just have this fire of wanting Rodgers to lose in the worst way possible. Like, I want him to be so disappointed that he doesn't even want to play football anymore. Well, Zombeck. Rodgers, I got a few things here. Rodgers is about as useful as a poopy-flavored lollipop. I can't say and, I ever had one, but I mean, me. But Harris sent me a meme in a group chat, and I thought it was hilarious. So I figured I'd throw that in there. But uh, we got that static nature I had from Hitchhiker was fantastic, and the Hazelicious I did not like, but that could be because my palate is all messed up from the Hitchhiker. But I'm gonna, I didn't really like it. And then. Final thing going out is that Ken wanted me to call Jordan a bitch for him. So, look, I, you know what? I, I didn't have anything going out, but now I do. I, pet peeve, I fucking hate when people say palate. You're fuck, it's your taste buds, bro. Don't say fucking palate. Palate, dude, just don't. Just fucking don't. I'm fancy, bro. No. Alistair Wood. D- thank you. <laughs> It's Thank you. I knew that's what he was thinking, so I said it just to appease him. And also, I think of like, versus P-A-L-A-T-E. And then I also think of like Bob Ross as he's holding like you know his, his a palette of colors. Like that's, I fuck it's taste buds. All right. Yeah, I mean, Fucking it definitely pet. affected my taste buds. And the more hey, I drink it, it's getting was better. Was it that much but... harder to say taste buds? Was it really like just say fucking taste buds? We all grew up just... from the same rednecky area. Fucking say taste buds. But it affects your palate, the whole palate of taste buds. All right. That's what I have. My tongue is a palate of taste buds. You're about to like get Bob muted. Ross's colors. You're muted. Anyway, <laughs> wrapping it up. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs>